Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Charlotte has a marvelous question for us today, which is, why does the Earth spin on its axis instead of straight up and down? So why is it tilted, right? So marvelous. This is great. Let's start by talking about, well, what is it tilted compared to? Because there's not really directions in space the same way we have here on Earth. There's not really up and down. But if you look at a globe, almost every globe you've seen is tilted a little bit to the side, right? And this isn't just because it makes it look cool. That looks really interesting, but it's tilted because it's representing the Earth's tilt completely compared, and this is the important part, compared to the path that it is taking around the sun. So we know that in the solar system, we have the sun in the middle and the planets and the asteroids and comets and all of those sorts of things, everything in the solar system, we're all going around the sun. Now, you've probably seen pictures of the solar system before. And it kind of looks like everything's sort of lined up. Like you could imagine the sun sitting on the middle of a glass tabletop and all the planets going around it like little marbles rolling on that glass tabletop. So we could think of that tabletop as what we call the ecliptic. This is a fancy word for the plane, so the line that Earth is taking around the sun. Now it turns out that all the other objects in the solar system aren't on the exact same plane. They're not actually on a flat, flat tabletop. They're a little bit above or a little bit below compared to the Earth. But most things are pretty close to it, that ecliptic. Now the Earth is tilted compared to the path that we're taking around the sun. So if you look at a globe again, the flat part, the bottom of the base, you could think of that plane as that's the ecliptic. Now here on Earth, when we look up in the sky, we can trace that path across the sky. And that's what it looks like to us. That looks like the path that the sun takes through our sky, right? But we actually know that, yeah, it's actually Earth going around the sun. Now, the fact that the Earth is tilted over is actually a really, really big deal because this is what causes us to have seasons. The tilt makes the seasons, not how close or how far away we are from the sun. Earth's orbit is very circular. So we do change a little bit throughout the year how close we are or how far we are from the sun, but not by very much. It's a tiny, tiny difference. So we really don't notice it. But what does change? Well, the seasons change, right? So as Earth is going around the sun, 
the tilt of it, sometimes the part of the earth that you're on, depending on the time of year, will be more tilted towards the sun. That's what summer is. And when the part of the earth you're on is more tilted away from the sun, that is winter. And so that's why it's flipped in the different hemispheres. So I live in the northern hemisphere and we're starting to go into fall or autumn, which means that people who live in the southern hemisphere experience the opposite of what I do. And so they're about to go into spring. Now, people who live closer to the equator, it doesn't change as much at the equator because the equator is always getting a lot of light how much it's facing the sun is is mostly the same. So if you live near the equator in what's called the tropics, instead of having spring, summer, fall, and winter, you may have a rainy and a dry season, or maybe even two rainy seasons and two dry seasons a year. It's a little bit different. Okay, but none of that was actually your question, Charlotte, which is why is it tilted? This is another one of those things where we weren't around when it happened. We think that it formed straight up and down. But the clues that we have suggest to us that it was tilted over a long time ago, shortly after the planets started to form. We think that there were two rocky planets. And one of them was much bigger than the other. We call this one proto-Earth. So this is like the baby Earth. And it would be a little bit smaller than Earth is today. And the second planet was a planet that we call Thea. And we think that proto-Earth and Thea actually smashed into each other. Now, this is way, way before there was any life, right? This is a long, long time ago. This is about roughly four and a half billion years ago. We think these two planets smashed into each other. And that collision, that huge smashing together, the planets mixed and they flung a bunch of material out into space. And we think that that's the material that ended up becoming the moon. So these two planets smashed together and we get Earth, and we get the moon from it. Now, this collision would have been really, really big. And we think this is actually what knocked proto-Earth onto its side. It probably knocked it a lot more onto the side than it is today. Today, we're at about 23 and a half degree tilt, but this probably knocked it really, really far over. And then we had the moon, and the moon was much closer to Earth at the time. And we think that over the many, many years, over the last four and a half billion years, that the Earth and the moon have been tugging on each other back and forth. And slowly and slowly, the moon has actually been getting farther and farther away. So in the past, it would have looked really big in Earth's sky, but now it doesn't look so big because it's a lot farther away. But over time, the tugging by the gravity of these two planets back and forth has changed the tilt of the Earth. So it's not quite as extreme as it used to be. We do think that the Earth is slowly wobbling 
back and forth over tens of thousands of years. So sometimes it's tilted a little bit more and sometimes it's tilted a little bit less. So when it's tilted more, the seasons are more extreme. And when it's tilted less, they're less extreme. So it's not quite so different between summer and winter when it's less of a tilt. And of course, this takes a really, really, really long time. So we don't notice it in the individual life of a human. We've got to go and look at nature for clues and sometimes even the writings from humans that lived a long time ago, humans that lived hundreds or thousands of years ago, they were also wondering about the universe and they were also recording what they saw and what they observed and using math to figure things out. Now, today we have a lot more tools to figure things out with than our ancestors did, but they were still able to do a huge, a really impressive amount with just their brains, some observation and math. Amazing. Now, when we look at other planets, other planets have these tilts too. We call that tilt the obliquity of the planet is kind of a fun word, but tilt is fine, right? So the axis is just the part is where it's spinning, right? Is what is it spinning around? And then it's tilted. So some planets are pretty much straight up and down. And other planets we think have also been knocked over by an impact or pulled on by gravity to nudge them over. So some planets like Venus, we think were so knocked Venus probably had a big impact with a planet as well. Um, we don't know quite as much about the history of Venus, though, because we don't live on Venus. It's very hard to study Venus since it's so hot. But Venus, we think, has been knocked all the way upside down. So it looks like it's spinning in the opposite direction. Uranus is knocked so far over that it's practically spinning on its side. Meanwhile, a planet like Jupiter is almost but not entirely straight up and down. And so the more we learn about the histories of these places, of these planets, the more we learn about the history of the whole solar system, which is the history of all of us, right? It's a lot of fun to study. All right. Well, thank you so much, Charlotte. This was a great question. Thank you everyone for hanging out on the podcast today, learning about space and science together. If you have topics or questions that you'd like us to discuss, please have your folks send them into the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious. <laughs>